What's going on, my friends? It's Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. You know what time it is. My friends, we have yet another amazing guest this morning. It happens to be a man. Woohoo! Mixing in with all this badass female power. Yeah, I said it. My friends, um, this morning uh, I am still coming to you from the the, the mansion uh, where we had our mastermind this weekend. Uh, you heard us talk about that yesterday on the show quite a bit. Uh, it was an amazing time. Uh, here for the next two days and yesterday we ha have had um, about 100 members of our team here uh, at the mansion with us and uh, staying in surrounding um, places to, to all kind of uh, converge here on this on this uh, on this mansion that we're staying in and do some masterminding uh, internally with our team. And so that is why I am still currently in this boardroom uh, at this house and will be uh, here tomorrow as well uh, and possibly even Thursday. Who knows? I just take it a day at a time. Um, but, um, but my friends, I have a wonderful guest with me here this morning. Again, as I said, a man, which is so nice to see. Uh, we start to, um, we've got so many amazing women in our community that, uh, you know, uh, seeing a man out in the wild here on Wake Up Legendary nowadays is is uh, it's a it's like um, it's like some sort of a unicorn sighting. Um, so, fellas, step your game up, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Just step your damn game up around here. And um, and and just as Gary is doing, who, as you can see by the headline, uh, is a, a company owner, is an entrepreneur. Uh, and has been a company owner who is ready for a new business path and launched online. With that being said, Gary, my man, welcome to the show. What's up, my idol, Dave? How are oh, you? Brother. Thank you so much for, for saying that. Uh, nice watch. Love your love your AP. Thanks. <laughs> I'm a watch guy, so you know I, I, I notice those things immediately. Um, so how the heck are you, and where are you calling in from? Um, in Miami or Aventura, Florida, it, which is North Miami, and um, I haven't done many lives, so I'm a little bit nervous to to be with you, who I really do look up to. Hey, man, it's my pleasure, and thank you for saying that. You know, it's it's uh, I'll do everything that I can to make you comfortable here, and um, we're just going to have a, a, an authentic, unscripted conversation, just as every other wake up legendary is. For those of you who don't know, the uh, I'm probably coming up on 830 episodes now of just uh, completely unscripted conversations. We didn't have any talk backstage, did we? I just kind of popped on and said, ready to rock and roll? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so tell us how you found us, brother. I mean, what were you looking for? Do you feel like you found what you were looking for? And help us understand what led you to us. So the way that I found you was from one of my employees in my marketing department, because I, like I said, I have a company that sells oxygen concentrators mm. and he was telling me all about it and showing me people on um, Instagram that were claiming about making all this money. And I just said, his name's Eden. I'm like, and he's also a member, a member by the way. And I said, Eden, it's a scam. Don't fall for it. They're not really making that much money. And then he started doing the course and showed me all the support and everything and showed me leaderboards and showed me how real it was. So um, I gave it a try, but like my story, I um, I kind of have a little bit of a, of a story where I grew up poor. My mom was an alcoholic. She was abusive. 
my dad was a drug addict. He didn't live with my mom. Um, I lived in my car. Mm. Uh, I was always in trouble. And I just swore I was never going to be that way. I was never going to, I was never going to raise my kids that way. And I was just never going to, I didn't never want to be poor again. So I, you know, I was, my dad was a salesperson, but an, un, an unethical salesperson in mm. South Florida is a whole bunch of what they call boiler rooms. Yeah. And he brought me into that business. And um, so I did that business for a while and I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And then I ended up copying the business who I was working for because I'm like, if you could do it, I could do it. And it was so long ago, it was ads in uh, classified newspapers, you know, like being your own boss and things like that. Mm. And uh, I knew that I had to learn internet marketing when Craigslist came out and I had a sales floor that wasn't getting leads anymore. And I had to learn digital marketing. Mm. So I learned digital marketing and um, I actually did it the wrong way because that's how I was taught. And that yeah. landed me in a bunch of trouble. I actually um, did some time for it. Yeah. And uh, learned my lesson coming out, but I still knew digital marketing, which was if you can create leads, you can create a business. So I had a business going before, which was the oxygen concentrator company. And my son, who's now 30, took my little black book of digital marketing and really built that company up. So when I came home, I had something to go to. And um, that company got built really big. I mean, we actually did quite a large number, but it's overhead. Salespeople are overhead those four walls to keep them going, the lights on everything. I mean, we were spending five digits a day in advertising money. So when yeah. sales are down, it's a scary feeling that well, what I built might not be here tomorrow. Sure. And I'm always looking for a second income. And I think that's that fear of never wanting to be broke again. Yeah. So I look and look and look, and I've done so many things. Like I've done the Amazon, I've done the other e-commerce stuff. I've done it all. Really? And yeah, now affiliate marketing, I was in Mexico just last week and I was working like I'm videoing myself coming down a slide, but it's fun, right? Everybody's like, this is amazing, but I'm working. And at the same time, I'm adding value just with words on the picture right? and adding value. And it's just like creating leads. And I, I freaking love affiliate marketing. I mean, this is something I've always heard about, but when people sell you these courses, they don't give you the full picture. They don't, they give you a little bit here. Here's how to email. Here's how to do social media. Here's how to do this. Mm. Your course took it from beginning to end. And that's why I'm here because I just, all I did was follow the steps. I'm still learning, but all I did was follow the steps. What a story, brother. Wow. <laughs> man, hat. <laughs> I'm ready to throw the hat across the room, but I don't want to get up and go walk and go <laughs> grab it. Um, wow. What an honest story. What a, what a, what an amazing, what lessons we can learn from your honesty around um, doing things the wrong way. Very took a lot of courage for you to share that with us. And as you know, my story, I've made lots of mistakes in my life as well. Um, I've, I've done, um, a few nights, few weeks, maybe even a few months in jail, um, uh, did 16 months in a DOC treatment center. Yeah. Um, but you know, all of that led to me, um, figuring out how to turn my mess into a message. 
And that's exactly what you did for us here this morning. It's a great reminder that sometimes even if it takes longer um, or it's harder uh, to do it right the first time and um, not try to not try to find a shortcut. Uh, so thank you for for sharing that with us. Um, I, you know, you're a business owner. You said that you sell oxygen tanks or something. Concentrators, the, the battery operated concentrators. Yeah. OK. So, I mean, talk to us just for people who don't have that contrast for they think that this is, you know, a big expense to get started in affiliate marketing. They think that it's, you know, that, that it's hard and we don't want to minimize their struggle because it can be hard. Any being successful at anything is hard. Um, but talk to us a little bit about the, 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 the barrier to entry here to this and startup cost and, and time to get into profit compared compared to your brick and mortar oxygen concentrator business. So people can understand that here in 2023, we don't want to make you feel no, we're not, this is not to shame anybody. This is to give people contrast for what some of the other options are and have been up until this point to get started in a business as an entrepreneur, i.e. be your own boss. Right. Okay. So the most important thing that you taught me, where your core, your training has taught me and your coaches um, is the leads. So I was just laughing with my son not too long ago because 300 leads would cost my company $15,000 for one day. I got 300 leads with you showing me how to do it on social media for free. Mm. And that's the biggest expense when it comes to doing digital marketing with a sales floor. Like we have, we have about 40 salespeople and we have to feed them leads all the time. And the difference that you taught me was show your story, tell the truth, add value, put your link to your free ebook or, or whatever you're giving away that adds value to somebody mm. and, create that, and create that lead for free. Mm. So, um, yeah, like we, I, I have three buildings. Um, no matter what though, there's still the ebbs and the flows of business. So, when you're spending that much money, your emotions for the day kind of ride on, you know, you're either on edge because it's like, oh my gosh, business is slow and I have all this overhead or you're feeling great because it's a great day at business. Yeah. But with the affiliate marketing part, I don't have any overhead. So when I get that big commission, that's mine. It's like, yeah, yeah I got click funnels and, and I have Aweber for a few dollars per month, but when you see the big commissions coming in, even the small commissions add up, but it's, it's night and day. And if for anybody who's thinking about getting into affiliate marketing, it's the easiest. No, I'm not going to say easiest because you put a lot of, you got to put work in, you got to show up every day, but it is something you can actually start up with a, a few dollars. Mm. So yeah. our education and just for clarification, for those of you who, think that our education is a mandatory thing for you to get started in this business. It's not, it's not, you know, people I've, I heard, I saw a comment yesterday, you know, as we were interviewing our guests yesterday, that was like, is there any talk about anything on the show except the upsells? And it's like, yeah, there's tons of talk on this show. There's 800, nearly 830 episodes of pure absolute value. And that's what we give away for free. Imagine what's actually in our paid programs. 
and the support and the coaching on and on. But the truth is, is that as you're going through the challenge, we talk about a little word called outsourcing in the, in the, in the later days of the 15 day challenge. And one of the things that we give our students an opportunity to outsource is the speed in which they get started. Because with training, with, with education, with coaching, you can get to the you can get to the, the, the income producing activities faster. You can figure it out and get to work faster. And so I always say for people, yeah, sure, I believe in our programs more than anything uh, else out there on the Internet or else I'd be doing something else because I'm a, I'm a guy who kind of uh, rides on conviction. But these are skill sets that um, or this is a business and these are business models, these core four business models that we teach that you can operate with low to no cost tools, as you just mentioned, a funnel builder and an autoresponder. And if you choose to want to do it faster, um, uh, overcome and, and miss some of the pitfalls and the challenges that so many people have when they do it on their own or when they go to YouTube University or when they get caught up in the guru gauntlet out there on the Internet, if you want to get to the, the, the success and the results faster, then it's a great idea to learn from somebody that it, that's outsourcing your that's outsourcing your learning. It's outsourcing your your timeline. It's buying back time. Right. And that's something that, that you did here. Um, you went through our challenge. You invested in our blueprints. What has it been like for a guy like you who's been a successful entrepreneur and a successful guy in his own right to be new at something? And how do how have you viewed this process of investing in yourself and being humble enough to say, hey, and that's quite a swing from telling your employee that it was a scam and all this. Have you realized that this is more than a business? These are skill sets that are, as I like to call, transferable skills. Talk to us about the humility that it's taken you to be able to be new at something and to be a student here in, in an unconventional college, if you will, uh, learning from a guy who's a high school dropout and, of course, our amazing team. Just talk to us a little bit about that process because I think for a lot of us, men for sure we have a hard time asking for help yeah so um i can tell you like my team has grown pretty large in the other company so i don't i didn't know a lot of the new technology my son's 32 now and i hope i didn't I, i'm sure he's 32 <laughs> <laughs> anyway he's 32 now and he kind of laughed at me about doing this and i was nervous too because i'm like yeah you guys do all the email marketing and you, you guys do all this, all, all the technology, uh, techno technology. So, uh, I just said, I'm going to dig in I'm going to do it myself and I'm going to like just concentrate on everything. And to tell you the truth, the biggest mistake I made is I didn't concentrate on the technology. I just wanted to get to the meat and potatoes. So I had to go back to the technology part. Um, but I surprised myself with the way you guys do it and that you even, some of the instructors you have will even say now, pause here and go do it, pause here and go do it. So it was so step-by-step step that um, I amazed myself. And it's like a good feeling because it's like, I told you, Corey, I could do it. I could do it. And I hooked up my AWeber to my ClickFunnels. Um, I, I actually had uh, a little problem from prior. Like, I, like I've always 
bought courses because I education for me, I didn't go to college. I was mm-hmm. kind of like you. I made it through high school, but barely. Yeah. Um, and I have to say it was just uh, the, the, okay, so I was saying I, I, I bought courses. So before I had purchased your course, the reason I didn't want to buy any other courses is because I sent somebody $8,000 to learn how to make money on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I would, it was, it was a ripoff. It was a total ripoff. I mean, I, I, I could have writ, wrote that down in 10 steps and I paid so much money for it. So um, I can only say that the education that Legendary has is worth a $100,000 education that you're going to go get in some college. But the thing is with you guys, it doesn't stop. I was just on the phone or on, on a Zoom call with uh, Ryan, one of your coaches, yep. and he he actually got my business to another level by he going through my emails and making sure they were correct, showing me my lead magnet and saying, I would, I would do this. I would do this. And so it's not as scary anymore. Well, of course I've got commissions coming in now. So now it's like, Oh, it's real. It is real. Cause I have to say there's been, there was a few times in the beginning. I was like, here we go again. And I just, uh, the, the small commission started to come in. I was like, this is just about that. And there are people I think that are serious about changing their life too, that will invest in themselves. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people don't, don't have that type of money, but uh, I don't know. I can only tell you to do what you can because the blueprints that you guys have is just like you named it. It is the actual blueprints that you need. You've got all the funnels. I mean, there's all I got to do is like plug and play. So, yeah. And by the way, for those of you who are wondering about the blueprints and how we operate and how it is different from your traditional education experience, for example, we just announced the other day that we've got a complete overhaul to our digital products, our digital course blueprint, and that's going to be happening live over four sessions um, throughout November uh, and I think into December. And uh, so that's going to be an entirely, basically a, a totally new curriculum that is going to be updated. Um, and it's been, you know, three or four years since that blueprint was, was, was updated. And that's going to be updated absolutely free to everybody who owns that. And so that could absolutely be a 2.0 course that we launch at another $2,500 price point. Um, but I just want to make damn sure that everybody's clear about that. And if you're considering investing in our blueprints program, know that you will get what, uh, Gary said about it doesn't stop is, is true. Not only are you getting, you know, daily coaching calls five days a week, two different calls, you're getting ongoing decade and a day workshops every other Friday, you're getting lifetime updates to those blueprint courses. I mean, it is, uh, it, it's dumb. It really is silly. It's, it's a silly investment into our clients that, um, that, that is paying off for both us and our clients because uh, it is really how we get people who say, I want to be affiliates for legendary. We don't ask anybody. The, right. the point of our, our curriculum is not to train people to become affiliates for legendary marketer. Um, these are transferable skills to any product in any niche. But because our students have such a good experience here, they want to share that and they want to 
um, they want to talk about that. They want to talk about, uh, and it's exciting to have somebody like you who is a successful entrepreneur, uh, who who is is you know starting a, a new business in this you know in this digital world, and and that leads me to my next question for you is that. And I saw another person commenting about this, that it's nice to see an already successful entrepreneur who's doing this. But how do you find the time? What is your what is your you know, what does your schedule look like? How do you time manage and stay productive without abandoning your other business that is clearly also profitable and successful and still find the time to do this as well. Talk us through and give us a little bit of context to understand how you manage your time. Um, is, is there, a, is there a, a, a method to your madness? Are you in the process right now of throwing spaghetti at the wall? I mean, just help us understand what, how, how do you go about being successful? And in this case, adding something else to your plate. So here's my day. I start off in the morning. I'm a big uh, believer in the universe and meditating and things like that. So I start off my morning uh, with a 30-minute meditation. After I have my meditation, I sit down at my table with my girlfriend. We have some coffee and decide what video that we're going to make. So we make a video for the morning. And sometimes we'll do some of the seven-second shots, and she'll still help with the videos while I'm at the office. So I do have a little bit of help. Um, I work at the office. I, I don't put in an eight hour day anymore, but I do go from, I get there about 10, 30, 11, and I leave about four. So after I get home, driving in traffic from Boca Raton back to Miami, all the way home going, I can't wait to be doing affiliate marketing just full time. I can't wait to do this full time because my actual plan is, and for you guys at my company that don't know this yet, is I'm 54 years old. I finally found something that's going to let me retire because I have a salary from there. Once we, once I retire from my company, I won't get my salary anymore. I'll still have my piece of the pie, but I won't get my salary anymore. And, um, as it's rolling right now, I'm only nine weeks in like 10 weeks in <laughs> and the way that it's rolling right now, if when it keeps going, the way that it's going, I plan on stepping down and doing a lot more traveling. Cause after seeing, I actually, when I went to Mexico, I did a video on it. I got a commission while I was checking in. So I was like, this is just the best business in the world. So that's my plan. My plan is to continue to do my video in the morning. Um, on the weekends, I'll put a lot of content together and just try to fit it in. So it's, it's a business. I'm also treating this like a business, not a hobby. So when I treat something like a business, like I'm all in, I'm 100%. And sometimes it's like, I wish I didn't have the other because that would make me even work even harder on this. But um now I'm I'm 100 in. And that's my game plan. Talk to us what that what does that mean? I mean because I think for a lot of people they think that well I paid money for something. For example, I bought I bought a funnel builder. I bought an autoresponder. I paid for a course. Where's the money at? Where you know where's the money at? Or hey I've posted I've been posting for two weeks or I've been posting for a month or whatever, like where is that there's this sense of, of if I put, you know, a dollar in, I should be getting a, a do $2 back. There's this, there's this expectation that it should work. Just not that everything's a test, not that, um, you know, I've got to, you know, for example, 
I've got to really ask myself, would I hire myself and pay myself a salary if somebody was working like me within my company? Um, you know, you should see people's faces when I ask that in a room. There's a lot of stumped faces. Like, I don't know if I would pay somebody $50,000 or $75,000 to put in the effort that I'm putting. I might probably fire their butts. So what do you mean by you're all in? What does that mean? And what is the difference between that and how others treat a new business more like a hobby? Talk to us about what all in means to you, what your commitment level is, and how long you would do something like this or how long you would do this or committed to doing this without quitting or even considering quitting versus being one foot in, one foot out? Well, being that I have business experience, I know that it, it takes time, it takes effort, right? You're planting a seed now to make money later. And even in my digital marketing company that, I've, that I have, my portable auction company, it took three years to get into profit. And I can't imagine wow. if I gave up. Like you could still, you could see that you're making money, but it was a big investment because like I said, it's a, it's a big company with product. Um, I'm treating this company exactly the same way. Yeah, there's no investment, but there is work. You're going to work. And when I say that I'm all in, it's like there's times where I'll, I'll lay in bed. And this is like after a week or two. Is it going to work? And then I'm having this inside conversation like, yeah, it's going to work. I'm no different than Josh. I'm no different than these guys. I see their videos. I see what they do. And I'm no different than that. The only difference is they have a bigger following because they've been doing it longer. And if you don't give up, there's no give up in me. You're going to see me on that stage with you next year <laughs> um, and early next year. I just, there's, there's no give up. I'm just going to keep going and going and going. But, you know, when you get those little commissions, it kind of is a little bit of a gas. And when you get the big one, it's like turbo boost. Like, oh, my gosh, we got to make three more videos like now. Um, so when I say that I'm all in, it's like I'm putting in the work today. I'm not saying that I'll coast later on, but it's going to be a lot easier when I don't have two jobs. Because even though it's a business that I own, that other one is a job. This one, I'm going to go see around the world and you're going to be watching me go around the world and teaching people how to do affiliate marketing so they can kind of live the same lifestyle if that's what they want to do. Yeah. You did just mention internal self-talk. So talk to us a little bit about, Gary, what some of the limiting beliefs that you have had and are overcoming over this past eight weeks since you've got started being a successful guy, being a successful business owner, what still, what imposter syndrome, what, um, you know, what limiting beliefs, what, 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 you know, getting on video, for example, you know, seeing your face, hearing your voice, being overcritical of yourself having a difficult time actually hitting posts, wanting to scrap something over and over again or over edit it. Any of those things coming up for you or other limiting beliefs and how are you dealing with those and overcoming them? So my biggest limiting belief was I made a big mistake in my, you know, from the way I was raised to the business my dad brought me into. So my biggest belief is, oh no, people are going to Google me. I'm going to look, it's not going to work for me. Um, you know, I was a bad person in the past, so I was afraid to put my name out there and, um, I was afraid to get on 
in front of the phone and do some stupid stuff. I mean, even today I'll walk in with some of the silly stuff that I do on do on Insta and Facebook and stuff. And my salespeople have it up in their cubicle and they're like, look, ah, like, but I, we get a good kick out of it. So that was my, my biggest hurdle was, do I want to put my name out there? Because some people don't give you a second chance. I mean, once you've done something wrong, it kind of brings a little tear, but once you once you do something wrong, you don't get a second chance. And, and I still don't get a second chance in places like opening a bank account or when I go to, you know, get a new property or, or whatever. It's like that was my biggest hurdle. But um, then I started see, seeing people start to follow me and I can give a lot of education because, like I said, I've been in digital marketing for a long time. And, and that's why I picked to do legendary, actually, to be an affiliate for your program, because. I know digital marketing. I just was missing a few pieces that you taught me. Yeah. And um, it feels great now because I feel like I'm getting my karma points back because my medical company that sells medical oxygen is helping people with COPD to live better lives. And my reviews are amazing online with what we've done for people's lives. And now I get to change people's lives financially. And I think that's the biggest thing is you, you work nine to five. Like I, I, I built... I built the company, right? And I was always working building companies, but I wasn't paying attention to my family. Mm. I, I mean, I got to see my son play his sports and stuff like that, but I missed so much. And then not only did I miss so much back then, and I was doing things the wrong way because of whatever. And I just missed a lot of a lot of their lives and stuff. And, and that's something I don't want to do anymore. Like I get to leave for Colorado on Thursday because that's where my, my kids are at. And go take my four grandkids out trick or treating. And you know what? I'm going to be doing videos while I'm trick or treating and showing how to help showing people how to do affiliate marketing while I'm trick or treating with my family. And my, you know, you could do this with the people that you love and that you're with. So, yeah. And, you know, something that's coming up for me, man, is the fact that, you know, the consequences that you faced in, in your, you know, your, the previous chapter of your life was really from, you know, something that was passed on to you from your father, man. You know, like I've got buddies that I grew up with that their that their parents were the first person they ever got high with, you know, that their own dad was the first person to stick a needle in their arm. And, you know, I just, you know, it's it's you've you've overcome so much to be able to stand here in front of us, man and and be your own man and and even it's more respectable that you you you've overcome this after being sort of raised by wolves in a sense you know and i just got a lot of respect for that man i got a lot of respect for you and the fact that you have you know it what sometimes it's sometimes a, a lot of us don't even have a chance before we get a chance, you know, because of the way that we're raised and the, and, and oftentimes that goes back to even the way our parents were raised. And it's like almost a generational curse. You know, I, I, I've shared, I shared this, um, at the, at the mastermind this weekend. I mean, my, my, my grandfather was shot and killed in front of my father because he was violently drunk one night. And, um, and 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 his his brother-in-law was afraid uh, for 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 the rest of the family's safety. Didn't mean to kill him, just meant to stop 
them and, and kind of put them down. But he ended up dying right there in front of my dad, in front of my aunt. And, uh, you know, learning about that as a young person, I was like, holy crap, man, my family screwed up. I'm I'm screwed up, you know, and and my dad, of course, dealt with a lot of depression, alcoholism. It ended up taking me to get sober in 2008. And then my dad, after 50 years or at that time, it was probably he was probably about about 50 something, probably 35, 30 years of hardcore alcoholism. He got sober six months after I got clean in 2008. It took me, man. It took me doing something, something bold, something good for myself. Uh, it, it took me to break that generational curse, you know, that, 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 that I was dealt, I was dealt that hand, just like you, man, just like you in the fact that you were introduced and sort of shown how to, to, to navigate life and how to hustle and how to, you know, do business the wrong way. Uh, by, and you ended up facing consequences, you know, and, and, and it's that, that I'm, I can imagine that's been a very difficult journey to navigate, man, uh, you know, in, in learning how to forgive your own, how to forgive yourself, how to forgive your own father. It's who knows if you even have, and if you haven't, that would be understandable. That would be completely understandable. But here you are sitting in front of us as somebody who's looking at the glass half full who's, who's, who's putting your best foot forward, who's focused on, you know, getting back your, your, your karma and, and doing the right thing. And man, brother, I just got a lot of love and a lot of respect for you, brother. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate that. I kind of broke the, broke the chain. Cause like when I was young, I used to be beat like my, I, you know, and then I lost my dad. He was 46 years old uh, mm -hmm. when he passed away. So Mm. Um, I broke the chain and I, I, with my kids, I never laid a hand on them and something went right because my oldest son is my partner in the medical auction business who knows digital marketing. You know, my middle daughter wanted nothing to do with the family business. So she became a pharmacist <laughs> mm. and my youngest girl, uh, just expanded her medical spa on techniques that. I'm kind of showing from what you've done and she's teaching me a little, she's younger. She knows all the Instagram and things like that, mm -hmm. but I'm kind of teaching her a little bit more too. So it kind of feels good, but she's um, all three of them are pretty successful and, and, and doing well. So I kind of feel really good about that. The only thing that I, I don't feel good about is how much other lives that I missed when they were little, but yeah, I'm, I'm making it up now. Of course, brother. And there's always going to be an area where we, have fallen short and wish that we could have done better. And there, what matters most is what we do today. Yeah. You know, today. It's not about what we, and the most important thing also that I've realized about children is they're very forgiving. Yeah. And so if you make the effort today to, to change instead of just continuing the same old BS that was hurtful back in the day, then they forgive so quick they forgive so quick. Yeah. It's just because they want their dads. They want their moms. They want they, that. They, they, yes. And, and also the other thing is validating the hurt that we caused in the past. Instead of trying to sweep it under the rug, talking about it, saying, hey, I know I wasn't there. I know I wasn't the best dad. You're right. You're not crazy. Your feelings are real. If you have a, a hole in your heart, 
there's a good chance I put it there and I'm sorry for that. And I'm yeah. going to do everything that I can to try to patch it up before I leave this earth. And whoo, boy, that heals hearts, man. That heals yeah. hearts instead of what so many men do, which is try to act like it, it didn't happen. It mm -hmm. didn't happen. That's the most hurtful thing that we can do. And I love how your uh, children are uh, participating in your life and you're participating in theirs and they're involved in your business. And it just shows, man. I mean, the, 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 the relationship a man has with his family is, is a, it says a lot about who the man is and, and how much his children want to be involved in his affairs and his business and so forth shows a lot about who the man is. Thank and you. so you got a lot to be proud of, brother. You hold yeah, your real high, man. Real <laughs> high. You know, not too high where that ego gets inflated. No. Because that's our, our biggest challenge is our own ego. But again, as I as I acknowledged before, you're in this place to where you're not afraid to be new at something. Right. And you're and you're humble enough and have a good enough attitude, positive enough attitude that it's um it you're able to enjoy life even though you have been successful. And so with all that said, what have you learned about yourself through this process that you either forgot or have newly discovered about you? What have I learned about me? Well, I can say uh, that I still have. So sales is something I learned a long time ago. And I guess what I've learned about myself is, I mean, I, I don't even know where I was going with that one, but I don't even know what did I learn about myself. I learned that I, I still got that work ethic. You know, I still got the work ethic. I, and, and I guess where I was going to go with the sales is being a salesperson. For you guys out there that are listening to this, that are salespeople, can you imagine? You believe in a product, and you're selling something to somebody one time, but that's one time is working for you 24 hours, seven days a week, and people are still seeing the message that you're putting out there. So. I mean, I guess that's not what I learned about myself, but that's something I really love about what I do now. Um, but yeah, I guess. Oh, and I did learn that I can put AWeber and ClickFunnels together. <laughs> <laughs> that you're not an old technical, you know, that, that you don't fumble the ball with with technical stuff as much as you may have thought you did. Right. Yeah. You're, more, you, you're more technically savvy. And I wonder if you learn this about yourself, that you can still figure things out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm 54 years old, so I got to stop saying that because I'm going to start believing that I'm you know, like my mind's getting old. But without a really, doubt, I uh, it's not hard to figure out. It's more scary. It's just like riding a bike. It's it's scary to figure out, but it's not hard to do. And then once you do it, it's fun. So mm. I think that's a really good analogy for this because I was scared. I was like, I want a second income. I've heard about this affiliate marketing. I see people making all this money. I'm no different than anybody else, but I'm scared to death because I know nothing about integration. Even the word integration was scary. So yeah, this is, um, I guess, yeah, I learned that I can actually do integration and it's not hard. I wish everybody would just like give it a shot because it's pushing a few buttons. And sometimes you do make a mistake, yeah. but I can talk to your coach anytime I want to when I feel like I've made a mistake and guess what? I'm right back on the, on the right path. And it gives me confidence too. One of the things that I think is important to point out for a lot of people is that the, and you, this is coming up for me as you're saying, you know, talk to, a, to our coach, 
what what I think you're doing that's that's helping you to have great results is that you're you're actually taking action on the field instead of in the bleachers, not doing anything and then bringing stuff for us to actually coach you on. And I wish more people really understood the power of that and how effective that is and how, how much different that is than doing nothing. And then asking a coach over and over again, how to get started. A a coach can't really, you know, think about that. And I want to use a sports analogy. Think about being an athlete. Think about being a football player And every day you go to the coach and you say, how do I walk onto the field and start playing? And and the coach says, look, I don't know how much, how, how many more different times I can tell you to just walk out onto the field and take a few snaps and let's see what your throw looks like, but you won't get out of the stands. You know, you won't get off of the sidelines. Whereas if you're on the field and you take a few snaps and you, and you, and you throw the ball, and, and the coach can look at your mechanics. He can look at your arm. He can look at you know how far you can throw it, how hard you can throw it. He can look at how much you're throwing it behind a wide receiver and actually say, hey, throw it in front of the guy 10 yards so he can run to it instead of throwing it behind the guy. It's so much easier to be coached and I, that if you're on the field actually doing something. And I think a lot of us don't know how to be good students you know, because we're so used to being in, you know, good at what we do, our jobs. You know, most of us are good at our jobs. Most of us do know what we're doing at, in our careers. And so it's been a long time since we've been coached. For some of us, it's been since we were in Little League or gymnastics or dance, or whatever, as children. But the thing that we forgot was when we were children being coached, we were on the field. We were in the gym. We were on the dance floor. We were doing stuff and our coaches were telling us, just just do it a little bit differently. Just take that left hand and raise it up a little higher. Take that you know, leg and flip it over a little harder for that cartwheel. And, and, and it's, you know, it, it can be scary to get out there and put the rubber to the road. It can be scary to get in there on that software and, and, and play around with it and make the effort. But it really is the same software that's that's scary, that's setting off alarms, that 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 we used to have setting off alarms when we were running from saber-toothed tigers thousands of years ago. And the truth is, is that you're completely safe when you're logging into a software. You're not <laughs> going to get hurt. It's not like you're going to die. It's no blood is going to be drawn. But for whatever reason, we have a hard time getting on that field and actually doing something to be coached by. So I want to acknowledge you for, you know, playing and then allowing us to be able to coach you because you are on the field playing. And um, and, and, and I want to encourage everybody who's listening to, as my father used to say on the construction site, when I would get on and I'd, you know, have to go use the bathroom and then I'd want to smoke a cigarette and then I'd want to walk around and kind of look at the job. My father would come up to me and say, David, do something, son, even if it's wrong, because then I can at least help you. I can correct you. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't help you, son. And I'm going to fire your ass if you're <laughs> just walking around the job, not doing anything. Right. You know, you're costing me money and you're just a distraction. And so um, what advice would you give to yourself if you were starting this all over again? If I was starting this all over again, I would definitely say don't skip any parts of the course. And 
also the uh, advisor that you give to somebody when they're taking the seven day challenge, I didn't use that right away. So I think my biggest advice would be to use all the support that you have as soon as you can. And I, I believe I'm going to, even though I'm successful now, I'm going to continue to have a coach and the same thing, like when you're in the gym, I mean, if you want to hold yourself accountable to use all your resources, like use the, I, I would really use the coach as much as I can. I would use my, my advisor as much as I can. So, and definitely don't skip the technology part just because you want to get into the meat and potatoes. I mean, listen to everything I know. For me, it was, I just want to do it. I'm ready to do it. I already had the mindset, like, let's go. I want to go play. I want to get in the game. Yeah. But you have to prepare yourself first. So I would definitely take the beginning of that course serious, no matter what, because a lot of it's mindset and doing your integration. And it, it, no matter how boring it might sound or feel, it's very important when you're ready to get into the game. Yeah. Great advice. Great advice. And by the way, you know, are, are the people who are going to help you actually launch the business and course correct at, are the are our marketing coaches who we have like Ryan, like Drew, like Joanne, who are on the back end, who are going to be on those support one on one calls, who are going to be, um, you know, you can book a, a private session with them. And even if it's a couple of hundred dollars, that couple of hundred dollars is outsourcing something that you may spend, you know, hours, days, weeks, months trying to figure out that somebody could just answer for you in a short 30 to 60 minute session. Or for those of you who are blueprint buyers, you can come to those support 101 or hot seat coaching calls five days a week and listen into other people's questions as well as present your challenges or what you're doing and what you want feedback on. And I, that is underutilized. That is very underutilized by a lot of people inside of our community. So um, I love that. Use the resources. So often we buy something like a gym membership, like program, like the blueprints, and don't use it and feel like we're entitled to results just because we bought the gym membership. You're not. Yeah. And nothing's going to change. You're not going to lose any weight and you're gonna, not going to build any muscle from just buying the membership to the gym. You have to show up and you have to do the, 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 the reps there. And, and it is going to take some time for you to get comfortable and build a little bit of muscle. Most of our muscles when we start this, including our mindset, is atrophy. Yeah. It, is, it, it, it is weak. It is not just weak. It is atrophied. It has not been used. And especially those of you who are transferring from employees to entrepreneurs – you know, there's going to be probably a good quarter of a year, right? A good three months to just like anything else, because we're working on the body here. So it's just, and you look like you're a guy who's pretty in shape, especially for being in your early to mid fifties. I mean, come on, man, you look great. And it, if somebody was just starting in the gym, it would take three months to get in a groove and start to build some muscle. It's just, it's not an overnight thing. And, and this is what we're working on here as well. We're working on muscle memory. We're working on reprogramming our brains to think positively, to think solution oriented, to overcome limiting beliefs, as well as just getting in front of the camera, right? I mean, did it not take you quite a few tries to get comfortable in front of that camera? Was it like riding a bike to where you were busting your butt and falling over and it was uncomfortable and scary? And now my assumption is, especially based on how you're talking about, 
you jump on that thing and take off and it's no problem. You don't even think about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. It's um, at first I wanted it to be perfect, but I don't think it's about perfection all the time. Right. As long as you're getting your message across. So I wanted it to be perfect and it took me a long time to get a video out there. Now I'm like, it's not perfect, but it's content and it shows it, it, it shows the point that I'm trying to get across. So I think that I think it's just just put that stuff out there. Don't don't try to make it perfect before you put it out there because it might not be perfect perfect for you, but mm. the stuff that you're seeing in it that's not perfect, somebody else is like, oh, that was great information. So, yeah, yeah. I, well, there is no perfect. I I don't even know what that means. I mean, <laughs> show me a perfect video. I show me a video that I've done that's perfect. I wouldn't recognize it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would I would probably look at it if you thought it was perfect. Here's such a powerful point. If you showed me a video that I've done, an interview, a sit, if you showed me something that you thought was perfect, I would probably find lots of reasons why it's not. Yeah. And that, I think, is such a powerful awareness to have when we're doing this because I will always be able to find something wrong with what I do. I am my own worst critic. And that's why it's so important to, to, to know that about myself, to understand things like the liking gap, which I talk about so often on these shows. It's a phenomenon where I think you're going to like me less than you really do. Yeah, yeah. I'm tired of hearing myself talk. I get tired of hearing myself tell the same story. You know, we get sick of ourselves before others get sick of us in most cases, because why? We have to be with ourselves all the time. Yeah. And so it's a hard concept to wrap our heads around telling the same story over and over again. But do you know how many times I've told my origin story of, you know, being homeless, being a high school dropout, being a recovering drug addict, all that, and finding working construction with my father, and then eventually finding internet. I've t I've told that story tens of thousands of times, not just ten thousand, tens of thousands of times. Yeah. And the more I tell it, the actual truth is, the more I tell it, the more memorable memorable it becomes to people, because it's repetition. It's sort of like a movie where you begin to start to be able to say the words as they're your favorite movie. You know the words, you know the lines. And and it's just it's just like that. And and so um it really is important to do these things over and over again and focus on excellence and authenticity and getting comfortable in our own skin and embracing and loving ourselves and just hitting posts rather than trying to be perfect and right. and You've been a great example of that. And your story is incredibly inspirational, brother. Thank you for all the nuggets this morning. Thank you for the beautiful honesty this morning, the wonderful transparency. And my brother, you need to come back and see me and keep us posted on your journey if you'd be so kind to do so. I definitely will, Dave. I plan on being a part of your life for a long time. You're not getting rid of me any anytime soon. I can promise you that. <laughs> It'd be my honor to have you in my life, brother. And thanks for finding me and connecting with us and being a part of our community. Stay legendary, brother. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Sounds good, Dave. Thanks for having me. All right. See you, buddy. All right. Bye-bye. All right, my friends. You can find Gary over on Facebook. He just had a profile that recently blew up on Facebook at gary.luckner.1. Okay? Gary, G-A-R-Y dot Luckner, spelled exactly how it uh, sounds, L-U-C-K-N-E-R 
Now, Gary is also over on Instagram at Gary.Luckner, and he's also on TikTok at GLUX, the affiliate, GLUX, L-U-X, the affiliate. So you can find him on all three of those platforms, and of course, you can go back and re-listen to this episode in case you came on late, my friends. It was a powerful one. Uh, I hope all of you, um, and I appreciate all of the powerful comments and the validating comments and the appreciative comments that you've left in there for Gary. Uh, obviously, it takes a lot of courage to come on. I, I don't think Gary had ever been live or had not done many lives, said he was nervous at the beginning of the show, and uh, did it anyways, did it anyways, showed up anyways, and, and, and left it all on the field. That's another sports term. Leave it all on the field, baby. He left it all out there for us today, and uh, it was, as Angela says, amazing, honest, love it, love it, I love it, I love it, uh, I love what I heard today, and I love when I get to meet new people who are just as crazy or sometimes crazier than I am, which is hard to find, uh, but are going on this journey and becoming entrepreneurs or are recommitting to entrepreneurship or adding another leg or layer to their entrepreneur journey. It's a beautiful process that you can not only earn money, but learn lots about yourself and find new ways to develop yourself and to grow. This being an entrepreneur will stretch you. It will help you grow into the next version of yourself because you'll face challenges that You'll, you'll find many forks in the road. Do I want to stay comfortable and do nothing or do I want to stretch and push myself? And that's exactly what Gary communicated over and over this morning that he's done. It's paying off. He's excited. He's growing. He's finding fulfillment. He's finding hope in, 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 in terms of retirement and all the things. And it was just beautiful to hear. And so, my friends, I hope this inspires you to commit, get into the training, actually go through it, listen, learn, as Gary suggested as well. You know, really, really consume what you've purchased and invested in here. It'll be worth it. I promise you. I know it's a little weird going back to school for some of you, but that's why I asked Gary what it's like to be new at something. It takes an element of humility to listen and learn and, um, and, and, and most of all, I want to leave you with this this morning, my friends, you're worth it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve success. You deserve wealth. You deserve to be rich. You deserve all of the things that anybody else in this world has. Yes, you're going to have to work for them, but it'll feel better when you work for it and earn it rather than if it was given to you. So stay on the grind, stay on the hustle and do this until it's comfortable. Do this until like a bike, you can get on and just ride it and you don't think about it. Hell yeah, it sucks at first. Hell yeah, it's uncomfortable at first. Keep doing it until it's not. Keep doing it until it's second nature. It will be, it will be, but you got to keep at it. All right, my friends. Stay legendary. Love and appreciate you all. We'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode. Thanks again, Gary. We'll see you all later. Get out of here. Peace.